This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 238, How to Rock Your English Learning. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 5 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. You'll finally get real native English conversation with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. In today's episode, you'll find out what Lindsay's rock climbing partner knows about learning English that you don't. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Michelle, what's happening? Not too much, Lindsay. How are you? Good. I'm happy to be here today recording this show with you. Me too. Me too. Yeah, awesome. So do you want to know what I did a couple weeks ago? What did you do? I went rock climbing. Really? I know. I know. It was really cool. Have you ever been rock climbing? Um, I have. I've been to like a, a rock climbing wall and actually I've been uh, rappelling before. Ooh, what is that? Rappelling is where you put on a harness and you kind of, you walk, you start at the top and you walk backwards down on this harness. Whoa. So you're going down with gravity, right? Yeah. You're letting the gravity pull you down. And that sounds a little scary. Were you scared? Yes, terrified. But it was <laughs> it was really fun. I'm not really uh, the type of person that does a lot of those kinds of things, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so when I went rock climbing, I learned that – so I was taking a lesson from a couple of my friends. I had the harness on. It was crazy. It was really hard and scary mm -hmm. because if you're not using the harness, you can just fall right down and you can get hurt, right? So my friend said something really interesting that I think we can help we, – our listeners can actually use this insight to apply it to their English learning and their life. Do you know want to know what she told me? What would she tell you? Okay. She told me, whenever you aren't sure what to do, always take the next easiest step. That's really good advice. It's so deep. <laughs> no, but it's practical, right? So you're on the wall and your arm is on one – I don't know what you call them, but the little spokes that you grab onto right. when you're climbing rock, you're rock climbing, and then you don't know how you're going to get to the top of the wall. Mm -hmm. But the only thing you can do is find the next easiest step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this really applies to life because it's so easy to think ahead five steps, right? And we get really stressed out about what to do when we get to that point. But really, all we need to do is think about the next step that we can take. Exactly, exactly. Are you on our email list yet? 
Join more than 5,000 other All Ears English listeners and make sure you don't miss any of our amazing All Ears English episodes. Get on our list now and we'll send you a weekly summary of the most exciting and interesting All Ears English moments every week. These episodes are hot, so go to allearsenglish.com slash hot. That's allearsenglish.com slash H-O-T. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so Michelle, for our listeners, what can they do? How can they use this insight about taking the next easiest step to become fluent native or not native, but fluent native-like English speakers. Um, well, I think this is great, and you can definitely apply this. So I'm glad you brought it up. Um, well, one thing that I think you could do is you could make a list of um, very specific goals. Like we, we actually spoke about this on an episode recently. If you go to allearsenglish.com, uh, type in the search box, type in goals, um, and you'll find episodes where we talk about this. Um, so, but yeah, I think that, um, you can make just very small, small goals and mm-hmm. you don't need to look at learning English as this huge, huge thing. You can just say, okay, like for example, you could say this month, uh, I, my goal is to be able to tell someone a funny story that happened in the past. Or like mm-hmm. every Wednesday, I will learn five new vocabulary words from an English television show. Just like very specific so that it doesn't look so intimidating. Yeah, I like that idea. I like the idea of breaking it down into one simple task, right? right. Um, for example, right now I'm working with a, a someone who works in the medical field mm-hmm. and he's going to need to attend co- a conference here um, and he's going to need to present his information. Wow. So what does he need to do this week right. to succeed at that conference? He doesn't need to work on literature in English <laughs> right? or, or you know, um, other things that are not related to the conference. He needs to focus on the presentation, only on the phrases that he needs for that presentation. So what's the next logical step? So each day we meet, we're going to take the next simple step. We're not going to get stressed out about that presentation or about something, some skill that he'll need in the future, mm-hmm. right? Six months down the road. Right, right. I think that, you know, things are a lot less overwhelming when you break them into smaller pieces, you know, like, yeah, for for your student. um, I just think if he looks at, oh, learning English and just everything, it's just can be very um, intimidating, very overwhelming. But if he thinks, okay, no, my goal is to do this presentation, what is the exact next thing I need to do? I think that that's a great example. Yeah, and I think a lot of our listeners tend to think about the big picture. I I need to improve my English. Well, that's so general. Right. 
Right. And that creates anxiety because what's the answer to that? The feeling is that you're, is always that you're not good enough at your English, guys. But think about why you need English. Like what is the next task you need to do? And then break it down into simple steps. Another analogy for this outside of language learning is within business building. Mm. When we build a new product, we have to put together a launch. And I know some of our listeners are internet entrepreneurs. <laughs> I think they know who they are and they're listening to this and they can relate to this. But if you've ever worked in the business world and you've had to launch a product, you know that it's an incredibly complex process. Mm. But what we do is we break it down into simple steps. What do we do on day one, day two, day three, day four? And we do each thing one at a time. Yeah, I think that's great. I, I don't think that you should look at, oh, I want to I want to make a business, right? Yeah. You know, you know your final goal and that's good. Um, but you know, just thinking, you know, you might never even start if you only think of the end task. That's it. I think that's it, Michelle. What you said is really relevant and that's the key. Um, and I really struggle with this. I have to be honest. When I want to take on a task, I think, Oh my gosh, it's such a big task and I want to do it well. And then I sometimes I don't even get started because I I don't know where to start. Yeah, I, I, I'm really <laughs> guilty of this one. I think. Uh, <laughs> can you? <laughs> do, yeah. Do you have any examples of of when this has happened to you? Well, I mean, I I would the thing that you made me think of was a uh, songwriting because mm. um I, you know I I don't know maybe this is a, a topic for a later episode a uh, writer's block. Oh, good one. Um, so. I mean, it's been a long time since I've really been able to write a lot of songs. And I used to just walk down the street and have an idea pop into my head like it was nothing. And for a long time, I've had trouble with this. And I get so frustrated. Oh, I want to be able to write more songs. Why can't I do this? But really, I mean, I think I'm going to learn something definitely from this episode is maybe I need to make it a smaller step. Maybe I just need to think of a, like a small melody or think of one idea instead of just, oh, I'm having trouble writing songs, you know, just think, uh. OK, like one part of one song or one small idea, you know, well, what changed for you? I mean, what changed from the time that you were able to easily come up with an idea every day to the t to now? What 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 changed? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> wow, I I don't know. I think really just like I got very like busy and very you know focused on my future. What am I doing next? What am I doing next? And and I think that you know I got a little anxious and um you know it's that's also yeah. kind of. Honestly, when you write a song, it's like very personal. And, you know, I, I don't know, I became, I think, a little afraid to like, share or uh, something like that. So maybe yeah, fear. Some, yeah, yeah, sometimes when we we get older, we get more mature, we become more scared. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I think that's it. So it's true. And, and, and our listeners are adult English learners. So I think this really applies to them also. You know, right. I think that adult English learners, it's easy to get to get scared yeah. compared with if we look at kids, the way right. kids learn language. Yeah. All, they don't get scared. They don't think about right. it. Right. I think adults are a lot more vulnerable. I think. Um, yeah. Or maybe afraid to be vulnerable. Right. Right. Afraid to be vulnerable. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that, you know, everybody can learn something from what your friend said to you, even though it was about rock climbing. I think we can apply it to English language learning. I think we can apply it to a lot of things in um, our lives. I know it immediately made me think of songwriting. So um, that's great. <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to repeat this quote <laughs> and just to finish off today's episode. So guys, whenever you aren't sure what to do, always take the next easiest step. It's so simple. So think today about how you can apply that to your English learning. What do you need to do with your English in the short term? And what is the next step you need to take? And do that today. So Michelle, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Lindsay. Yeah, take care. Okay, great. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you believe in connection, not perfection, and you want to put your ears into English more often, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. And hey, if you liked today's show, please let us know with a review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.